bland food, bland family, that needs more salt. Join Nancy and Mary as they discuss family flavor and the theme that brings them all together on this week's episode of Needs More Salt. Right, welcome back, everybody, to Needs More Salt, the uh, podcast where we add a little more spice to your life. Gotcha, gotcha. Speaking of spice, we've got a very spicy guest today. Um, she is from Oregon. She is a mother. She is a wife. She is hilarious. And she is my cousin. Welcome, Jillian. Thank you. Hi. I am so happy you're here. Sorry, that's, that's our sound effects. Like what we could right and this is, this is, which is really kind of sad because Jillian does like this kind of thing for her job. And I feel like she was like, oh, you don't even have microphones. I'm like, yeah, no, we're not there yet. But No, not yet. But we'll get there. But soon. I love that you don't have a laugh track. You could add one, but it's so. Oh, we are like our own laugh track. Yeah, I I was like, we don't (laughs) need that here. I also appreciate that the introduction was that I was spicy. Um, Oh yeah, yeah. Because I spicy is a good thing. I can't do spice. You can't do spice, but you are spicy, so you don't need spice, but not spicy. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. It upsets the track. Mary just said that you are spicy, so am, you don't need There you go. That would mm-hmm. be why. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like spicy. I like there you go. Thank you. There you go. You're welcome. Okay. Um, so I think we should just jump right into it mm-hmm. and ask mom, Jillian, what did you put in your mouth this week? Do you want to still think? About you, what? You, you want me to go first? You can go first. All right. I have an idea, but you can go first. All right. So I think that I, you know, I've gotten to the point where I try to make at least one meal that's really good so I can talk about it. But I had cabin weekend last weekend. Oh, yeah. The food, the Indian food. Yes. Well, all the food was Marlene made minestrone that was fantastic. The Indian food was a huge hit. shock that was that was really fun and the chutneys that we talked about last week were way more well received than i expected so that that part was super super fun and then um on thursday this week i made um an autolenghi recipe my rift on an Mm -hmm. Mm autolenghi it was chickpeas but before you be, well, I should say it was chickpeas, but what it really was is you take all these luscious spices and preserved onions and garlic and thyme and rosemary, and you infuse them all together in oil in a mm-hmm. pan for like a half an hour and then add the chickpeas. And it was amazing. It was so good. And dad absolutely loved it. So that was, yeah, those were the, the two things that. Um, that sounds so good. So good. Super, super yum. So, yeah. So that was it. Easy. This wow. Week. Wait, that was God. it? Well, no, there were others, but I know that you always say I can't do anything else. So. I do want to ask real quick. How did the dessert go? The oh, mango they yogurt loved dessert. it. Every single person okay. that was there 
absolutely adored it. And I thought it didn't turn out thick enough, but they all loved it. And I did the uh, coconut and dry mango and saffron. Mm -hmm. And so I chopped up the, the dry mango really fine and then did like a crumble basically and just put it on top and they were like oh so fancy and <laughs> yeah anyway yeah so it was good it was a hit and good I'm glad I wanted, the, I wanted the recipe for that one yeah so. I did find when I made it as well that the um the regular yogurt didn't thicken up as nicely as I wanted it to so and I even did the yogurt cheese yeah, for for some reason, and it's I don't good. know what it is. Yeah, but the sheep's milk yogurt worked beautifully. They figures. Well, anyway, uh, it was a hit. I was happy. So yeah, that's good. It was yum. Okay. All right, Jillian, are you ready, or are you still needing some? No, <laughs> I'm. I'm ready. She gave me okay. some inspiration. I'm glad you went first. <laughs> um, so I I'm gonna do two. Cause I'm going to do something I, I tried for the first time and then something I make myself. Okay. So okay. I, especially around like this time of year, I like to make um, just like comforting foods, but that just have a lot of color to them. So I mm-hmm. do, it's just sheet pan veggies oh, with mm-hmm. some like beef Polish dog. So cut up. So what I do is I take, rainbow carrots because I need my color right and celery yeah and potatoes in this case I think I did a I did sweet potatoes on like Tuesday that way I had that like full flavor in there definitely and I just let them soften so I just bake them in the oven for a little while and then I go back and I add my hot dog or in this case beef polish dog later and mm-hmm. it gives all the spices in there but I added thyme and rosemary mm-hmm. and I let it just kind of like stew. I don't even really put like an olive oil base or anything unless I have to um but it just it's just a nice like warm you can do it over a bed of rice or you can just leave it as is because the vegetables like with the potatoes they're starchy enough yeah you don't need to yeah do much more than that um and this time I added chickpeas because Ooh. a little extra bit of crunch with the mm-hmm. diverse veggies uh, <laughs> made it really, really tasty. And again, this, the Polish dogs just leave enough salt. <laughs> you okay. don't need much else seasoning. It, so it was really yum. Yeah. And Sam, yeah, that I, sounds really good. My son takes it and he just eats what he wants out of the veggies. Um, but I've added squash before too. So it's all, it's all really good. So that is what I make that I'm glad I put in my mouth this week. And then, um, I tried French blue cheese yesterday. Um, <laughs> blue cheese from France. What was the other cheese you gave me? It's the cream. I don't remember what it is. It's oh, like okay. a creamy, a French cream. The, it's the cheese that dad and I brought home. I was like, it, that sounds very familiar. <laughs> <laughs> like we've talked about this before, I think. And she had quince paste and the blend of the really delicious blue cheese with the sweeter <laughs> was so good. I could have probably eaten just that. <laughs> I didn't eat yeah. the other things we were eating with it. So it was, it was definitely uh, fun. I, I live where Rogue Creamery is, mm-hmm. um, which has the best blue cheese in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. So I've had that before and it was really nice to kind of try its competitor yes. um, <laughs> and enjoy it. And um, this probably wasn't even a, expensive this was like a less expensive french blue cheese so it's nice to know that it can compete with 
rogue that's also amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've heard the wonders of Rogue's blue cheese. Yeah. Um, one of the actually the chef that I used to work with at Beacon Hill, he was like, "Okay, so next time you go home or your family comes and visits, mm-hmm. can they bring some of that cheese?" to me and I was like yeah sure I don't know when I'm going home but well I'll let you know remind me when dad and I come and visit we'll totally bring some and bring some for him and you can because you still I think you still can connect with him right yeah yeah a little bit yeah that'd be awesome well and I can save you a trip I know you want to go anyway but I could just bring you some that's very Next true. Time. Oh yeah, uh-huh. I'm not so, sending it to Mary, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jilly and I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll make. I'll do something. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I like. Mm, I'll bring you a cheese yeah, yeah. butter from them. Yeah, They're, yeah. Mm, yum, it's amazing. Mm-hmm. That sounds good. I'll be sad to miss it. <laughs> yeah, be sad. <laughs> I will be. Don't worry. I'm just gonna go cry in the corner. That just does mean when you do come home that we'll have to take a trip down. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah. Oh the hardship. <laughs> so and there's so it's a beautiful spot. It's an actual storefront connected to their their factory. But next uh-huh. to that is Lily Bell Chocolates. So it's oh. a here and behind that, and I don't know if it's still open or not. Because they were talking about it being closed. I'll have to check. Is a winery. So you do oh. a little walk where you do a wine tasting. And then you go to the cheese. And, and then, then you the go to chocolate. the chocolate. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's, a, it's a marriage. Yeah. So how does that... next week sound? I was like, Dad and I may not wait for you. <laughs> no, you guys shouldn't wait for me. There's, And then we can go back. I, ooh, that sounds so nice. Yeah, that's amazing. So, and you could walk, so it wouldn't yeah. mean like you have to drive anywhere. It's all on the same property. That's fantastic. It's just a it's parking lot across from it's Okay, yeah. that sounds amazing. And if you come, we're going to plan, because I know Uncle Brian loves wine. We're going to take you to Relic Winery. So Relic Winery is... Edgar Allan Poe inspired. It's really cool. It's, it, it's like, <laughs> yeah, it's really funny because at the front of the winery is alpacas. Uh-huh. Which you can pet. <laughs> we have nothing to do with Edgar Allan Poe. That would be true. <laughs> like, alpacas. Alpacas. Oh, uh, yeah. The, the telltale alpaca. <laughs> My favorite. Yeah. yeah, it wasn't a crow. It was, Cask it was an alpaca. alpaca yeah. yeah, no, yeah. mind. I can't nope. even go there. <laughs> Quote the alpaca. There's, <laughs> there's a pond. There's it's like a barn, a renovated barn, and then a renovated like um, oh gosh, stable. Okay. But they've turned it into a wine bar, and it has live music almost every day. And then my favorite part, and this is maybe too, <clears throat> it may it may need editing and post there, Mary. Their <laughs> bathroom is black. Floor to ceiling, their toilet is black, their sink is black. <laughs> the toilet paper's not black. Um, but everything is black or like a, like that purpley black. Yeah, yeah. It is a yeah. it's amazing. It I never thought I would on? say Yeah. Okay, yeah. so it's not like you it's don't not pitch black. black. <laughs> You'll be able to find the toilet. I was like, that would be like disconcerting. Yeah. But no, everything oh. is black and then all of their labels are a raven. Okay. And then when you go walk the video. Hmm their posts like to indicate what they're it's a raven oh that would be so fun it is so fun i am very either 
Yeah, I'm very excited for my next trip to Oregon. <laughs> yeah, you have to come to Medford for it, but it is it is worth it. I will drive. Worth it. Yeah, happily drive. Oh yeah, it's it's the best three and a half hours you'll ever drive. Yes, um, I have not. I'm excited. So there we go. We'll take you on a wine tour because there's a lot of. Oh, dude, that'd be very fun. Yeah, very yeah. fun. You and I will eat our way through Medford, and then Uncle <laughs> Brian will just leave at the wineries, and he can just. Yeah, he also appreciates good them. food, so oh, okay. which is a good thing. Okay, yeah, because if food, not, we, I don't know if we could stay married. <laughs> yeah, that might have caused a few issues. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> What's next? Yes. Oh wait. Sorry, my. Um, are you, did you see a puppy? <laughs> no, it's raining today, so there are no puppies. <laughs> oh. Um, it only my. <laughs> That's so sad. Puppies and sunshine. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. No, I was my um, upstairs neighbors. They were walking across their I, floor, and I was like, "Hmm, I hope that doesn't pick up." Are they Irish dancing again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, seriously, I got to tell those girls stop it with the clogs, please. Yeah. All right. So, what about you? Um. So I was actually thinking about this all this morning when I was like, "What did I eat this week?" I don't think I ate anything very exciting, and then I remembered I tried the HelloFresh box this week. Okay. Which my the first meal I had was not very good. Um, so I was like, okay, if this is how it's going to be, I'm a little bit disappointed. But I had, um, what do they call it? It was like glazed turkey patties with like sheet pan vegetables. Mm. Um, and what it was, it was just like some carrots and a zucchini and some onions. You roast those up and then you put ginger I put a little bit of salt pepper and garlic as well in ground turkey and you made basically like beet balls okay and then they had the sauce which was cooking up some mushrooms and then you put in some they called it like a sweet soy glaze so it was like soy sauce and I think there was a little bit of oyster sauce in there um and then some <clears throat> Excuse me, goodness. Um, some gojujang. Okay. And you put that all, and you let it cook and let it thicken up with some cornstarch, and then you put that over the turkey, and then I had some leftover rice that I heated up to go with it. It was so good, and honestly, I think I'm gonna make my own version of it <laughs> because I have pretty much all the ingredients for it. Yeah. Okay. Um. So they were like teriyaki meatballs? Yeah, kind of. Kind of? With, just with like ground turkey meat. Mm. That one was really good. And then I made, um, Chia. what was the other one? Oh, it was like a box thing. Yeah. A what? Oh, I was telling her that you got the three meal like trial box or whatever you call it. Yeah, they were, they basically keep sending me coupons. Yeah. Um, I think because... My roommate used to do it as well, and oh. she gave me, like, a free box. So they keep sending me stuff, and I'm like, please stop. I'm not yeah. coming back. Yeah. <laughs> but I was like, you know what? I'll try it this yeah. week. Um, 
And honestly, it was three meals for 20 bucks. That's not with bad. the little coupon. So I'm like, that's not bad. Um, but the last meal that I had was like a Chezwan inspired pork with noodles and stir fry. Mm. Um, and honestly, it was good. It could have been spicier, in my opinion. But everything can be spicier, in your opinion. Not everything. Except that's for not true. Except for me. Except for Jill. <laughs> well, I am the spice, and that's exactly. I'm a yeah. spice. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was good. But yeah, other than that, I haven't really had anything too exciting. I've been making like PB and J for my lunches at work, which works really well, I think, for eating at three a.m. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because mm-hmm. it's like I used to take like a regular like dinner to work and then I was like you know that does not taste good at 3 a.m yeah it's heavy and you're already feeling weird because your schedule is kind of like off from work. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah yeah but yeah so that's what yeah. I put in my mouth this week and then but you're heading to aren't you doing farmer no what are you doing tonight you're doing something fun food farmy thing right um that was an interesting sentence. I yeah. <laughs> I couldn't tell. I couldn't remember what we were doing. Yeah, so we're going out to one of the guys in the community here. He and his family own a farm, and we're going out there tonight, um, which hopefully the rain is going to stop before we go. But he's just making going to make a big batch of chili for everybody, and then we're all supposed to bring side dishes. So I think I might make like an apple or a pumpkin cake. There you go. Um, That's very fun. And then, yeah, it's going to be fun. I think we're going to have a hayride and, you know, as long as it's not raining that much, it's going to be a really fun time. Okay, welcome back, everybody. I was really excited that... Jillian was here and I was like Jillian when she was like I'll be on your podcast and I was like awesome and then I was like oh crud what are we gonna ask her (laughs) and I thought no she's a mom she works full-time you know takes care of husband and kid and obviously now I found out can't do a lot of super spicy food and so I really thought balance would be a good thing for us to talk about a little bit and so I just wanted Jillian I wanted to ask you like how do you how how do you do how it? do you do it? How do you teach us teach us a wise one? <laughs> um, I love that. I actually have built a course on balance, on work life balance, and making sure you prioritize yourself and then prioritize uh, all the things that you have to do. That's awesome. So wait, so go back and okay. tell us because um, oh, I don't even know if Mary knows. Like, I was what, like, what do oh, you do? Yeah. What, what, do, you what do, do you do? So yeah. um, I am a Jill of all trades. That's the joke <laughs> that they share at work. Um, I am currently an instructional designer and culture trainer at Rogue Credit Union, which is down in Medford, Oregon. Um, I've been at the credit union for eight years. I started as a teller. Okay. Um, I, when I introduce myself to new hires, I say I started as a teller and you can tell how good that went. 
because uh, now I'm not doing that. I did that for <laughs> about six months. And then I worked in their member solutions department for four and a half years, which was collections. Um, but in a nice way, we get to actually help them <laughs> come up with financial solutions to help keep their vehicle or oh, that's awesome. make their payments. Yeah, it, it, uh, it required a lot of empathy all day. Um, every- yeah, I bet. Yeah, and it it honestly was the catalyst to where I'm at now. It it okay. it, it got me where I needed to be. So, um, I moved from our member solutions department into training. I was a trainer for about a year and a half before I got promoted to instructional design, which is what I do now. Um, so I build all of their e-learning and technical, not technical trainings. Um, I build courses that will supplement their technical training as well as be the culture trainer. So. I just, so is this like a typical thing? I was going to ask you yesterday, is this a typical thing for like most credit unions and stuff? Cause I mean, um, do you have any idea? No, I have, yeah. we have one of the largest training departments of any credit union. Um, That's crazy. Yeah. We're I think fourth or fifth largest. Okay. Yeah. And are you so, guys like all, like how spread out is Rogue Credit Union? So we have 33 branches, I think, that span from Brookings in the, at the coast to Medford up to Ontario, Oregon. Okay. Um, we go the farthest north we really go. I mean, Ontario is technically uh, northeast, but Roseburg is where okay. we're at right now. Okay. And I mean, we're, we're going to grow and develop yeah. more, but mm-hmm. uh, nothing like soon or anything that that I've got. So we've, we've got a pretty good group. I've got about 700 employees, I think is what oh, I wow. almost oh, six, six, 60, six okay. 70. Yeah. Oh, that's a lot. So bigger yeah. Than we thought. And okay. then we have, we serve about 185,000 members. Ooh, almost two. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Lots of people. Yeah. <laughs> um, which is great. It's really, it's big. We're, I think 3 billion in assets as well. So we're getting, that's awesome. Big. Yeah. 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 So Rogue's got a pretty good um, footprint in in the state, which is really um, a lot of that growth has been while I've been there. So that's been really cool to see, too, because when I started, I think we were at 450 employees. Okay. So in eight years, wow. we've made a huge, yeah. huge jump. And then we've, we were at, I think we had just hit a billion in assets. So we've grown two billion since then. Oh, that's insane. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Especially after mm-hmm. like, even with the COVID thing. Uh-huh. And, and that's that, when we so. hit the mark of our 3 billion. We were like, wait a second. And it was in like a year and a half. Wow. Maybe. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So we're, we're comfortable with rapid growth. And so that has required, it's a good segue, <laughs> uh, a lot of change and adaptability. Like you have to be able to adapt to whatever is happening, mm-hmm. um, which is, Yeah. 2020. <laughs> I'm just thinking like, how much we changed in that, that small amount of time. So yeah, I've been, I've been doing that now, um, for two years. Yeah. Cause I think I hit my two year mark. It was 2021, October of 2021 that I took over instructional okay. design and, um, I was pregnant. I was like, eight months pregnant. I was like super pregnant. I was super <laughs> pregnant. I was like, I was like seven months pregnant. And my, my manager at the time came over and was like, Hey, I, 
I just want to ask you if you'd be interested in doing this because I know you've showed interest before um and then kind of just offered me like this will give you um I would become a salaried physician so I'd have more flexibility in showing up uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> when I need to with a newborn and all of that kind of stuff and then it would also just give me creative flexibility so I get to stretch more creative muscles um which really intrigued me so mm-hmm. that is where I'm from mm-hmm. where I've gotten to so far what else do you want to know <laughs> no that's brilliant okay. Mary, do you have more questions about yeah do you need what clarification she does for work? I mean, I have a ton, but I think that would be something off the podcast. (laughs) Um, But that really sounds like you found a really good place for, yeah, go ahead. I have found my career. So that's something like I, I've dabbled. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I've, I've dabbled in little things here and there and gone, is this really for me? Is this what I want? And, and not ever been content with any of it until this job this job like I know this is what I will do or some variation of this is what I want to do for the rest of my life oh that's so cool yeah yeah Yeah. it gives me yeah that's really wonderful to hear because I know a lot of people even with their career that they are in now they hate it and mm-hmm. they don't want to be doing it or they don't so want you... enough of it to keep going mm-hmm. yeah yeah so to find where you feel that you're able to contribute to both the community around you and personally especially with like the creative side mm-hmm. it's yeah. so important um which is really like... oh sorry go ahead go... no no go ahead I was just going to say, you mentioned community and I know Jill, you were talking about just like how much you enjoy the people you work with, Mm -hmm. you know, not all the time, probably, but Mm -hmm. most of the, you know, most of the time. And, Mm -hmm. and, you know, it's one of those things. And we talk a lot about like how to build community and Mm. how to do it in in various ways. And so for you to be able to even say like, I have a good work community Mm -hmm. is big. It's so big because you spend so much time of your day there. Yeah you know and so that's that's very very cool so I love it I love that you're doing that I'm very proud of you thank you so tell us so job wise and and husband and kid wise and just how do you how do you make that work it's still a work in progress (laughs) it probably will be forever um but it's it's kind of a lot of it has to do with, I think, guilt and shame around <laughs> like taking... When you feel guilty and... No, 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 no. <laughs> I, I guess I'm saying what, what normally holds someone back from prioritizing their time has to do with feeling guilty oh, yeah. for taking that time. <laughs> and feeling shameful, especially new moms, a lot of us new moms, and I'm I'm including myself in this, even though I'm working very hard to kind of separate that part from me of like, I need to take some me time. When I first went back to work after having Sam, work became my like, 
safe space away from everything. I can just go in, I can create, I can feel mm. beautiful about the work of art I'm doing, which is literally like a glorified PowerPoint. So it, it's not really <laughs> that great, but it was that like, oh, this is really freeing. And then I realized, wait, work is work. It can't be my like escape. I'm going to have to find mm. another one. Um, so I worked, I've been working toward making sure I prioritize something I want to do at least once a month, at least. And that can be going for a walk, getting a facial, getting a massage, or just going shopping. Like, Hey, I'm going to go grocery shopping. And that's enough for me. Like, and making that thing that I'm doing for myself enough for me, Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. making sure what so we talk about this at rope a lot which is really helpful um we talk about transitions so doorways are transitions into the next thing so when i walk into work i'm transitioning into work mode right and then when i get home everything that happened at work stays at work and and it doesn't come home with me and i actually set a timer for 20 minutes when i get home to play with sam Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. And it, it's not, it's a free-for-all. Like, whatever he's doing, I just get to go do it with him. Yep. And we just get that little bit of connection before I go make dinner, before, you know, Ben is usually home at that point, but it's before any of the hustle and bustle of the, the tasks I need to complete at home mm-hmm. are completed. It's just one-on-one attention time with Sam. I don't have my phone out. I just play with him and then when it's time for dinner I try to get Ben to like talk to me about your day while we're cooking while we're figuring it out um and then while we're eating and that's kind of my dedicated Ben time and then I can go do what I need to do for the rest of the day Mm -hmm. really nice yeah so it's it's just kind of an extension I'm almost extending like work responsibilities in my home but I'm just creating that like this space is this time I get to connect with you um so just trying well, because be... Ben's got a really stressful job too. Yeah. So, <laughs> we're so so. My husband's a seventh grade teacher, uh, social studies teacher at um, a new middle school there in Medford, and yeah, it's <sighs> it's yeah. There's a lot of um, gang related issues at the oh, school that goodness. he's at. So yeah, it's it's high stress often. Um, so yeah, when he gets home, it's, it's just as easy to go sit in his chair on his phone and just disconnect from everything to decompress. Yeah. Yeah. But really Mm -hmm. trying to establish, like, we're going to (laughs) connect. And if I have to set a timer where we both don't have our phones, (laughs) I will do it. Um, but that's the timer's more for me to know I am, I am, what's the word I'm looking for? I am setting yeah, it was gonna be like an expectation. Yeah, I'm intentionally focusing. Yeah. yeah. I'm and it's, yeah. it's I don't come home and just sit on my phone and do nothing. Yeah. <laughs> and zone out and let my kid, you know, watch Bluey or something. That's not that's not connecting with him and and reminding us both, hey, we're doing this together. So And sometimes you have to I don't want to say force, but it is. Sometimes you mm-hmm. almost have to force that intentionality. Mm-hmm. Intentionality? Yeah. That's the right word. Intentionality. And because we're so bombarded 
And we talked a little bit about that. We're so bombarded with outside stuff. Mm-hmm. And, you know, especially if our minds are active and creative mm-hmm. already, mm-hmm. that we're just like, well, maybe not active, but at least creative. And, you know, <laughs> so it's just one of those things that it's like to be intentional and to be able to have that focus. I think that's brilliant. Yeah. So, and then how does, how does your cooking dinner <laughs> well i mean you shared the one meal that you like to do mm-hmm. with the veggies and the, yeah. the hot dogs i have a lot of fallback meals like the easy that's i think the the hardest is setting expectations for my husband who's used to eating at like five when i don't get home until five. Oh yeah and he doesn't get home sometimes until little six and Sometimes, depending on our schedules, um, we're not getting home until later than that because I have to drive. Uh, I have to commute to pick up my stuff and then pull them back because okay. grandma lives about a half hour away. So it's even later and it's later and it's later. And I'm not going to lie to you. Fast food is so much easier <laughs> for new moms. But then I realize both of us, our health is, is not our priority when you have a newborn and when you have a new job, especially you're just like, give me what is easy and it should be a McDonald's cheeseburger. But then you sit there and you're like, how many cheeseburgers have we had this week? (laughs) And it's just not, we like, we know that. So I have tried like simple things that are going to take less than an hour. Um, I know that there are 30 minute meals and stuff like that, but they usually involve remembering to pull meat out of the freezer. Um, So we do, we actually do a lot of stir fries Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. you can just dump veggie in there and you can dump maybe some noodles and just some sauce and just toss it together. And that makes for a really nice meal. We probably only eat when we're conscious of it, like meat once a week, maybe twice a week. And everything else is just stir fried vegetables Mm -hmm. or pan, pan fried, not pan fried. Is it pan fried? Baked, whatever. Um, (laughs) But we also don't, we don't eat a lot of bread. So yeah, I, I'm, I laugh when Mary said she had a peanut butter and jelly sandwich for dinner uh, because my husband eats peanut butter sandwiches for lunch. Mm -hmm. I've been trying to make enough food for leftovers so that he can take real food, real peanut butter. (laughs) Um, Yeah. And I've actually fallen in love with pizza and I have made my own pizza dough. This does not happen, by the way. I don't. <laughs> me and Brett aren't friends, uh, very good friends, but pizza dough and homemade pizza and then he can take some the next day. He loves it. But I have to tell you, I cheated and I went to Trader Joe's and I bought their pizza dough mm-hmm. for those like super fast yeah. nights. Yeah. <clears throat> I set the dough on the rack in the freezer and it fell between oh no the whatever that is <laughs> and now no. i can't get the dough off of the rack because oh, no. it's folded over the bar and then the rack is screwed into the freezer oh, side so i can't get it off and i looked at ben and i was like what do i do and he's like i don't no. Yeah. So we're gonna have to unscrew the rack and, <laughs> and pull take it out of the freezer and top the dough on the rack. Oh. But I was like, oh, oh. learned. Don't put your pizza dough in the freezer on the rack. 
Yeah. So we're not, we're learning. I love that this podcast starts with what have you put in your mouth this week? Because I don't know that I pay that much attention to what goes in my mouth. Oh, wait, how many guests have we said, have we, have we talked to that have said that? Almost everybody. I was like, yeah, most of them. But I know that when like you're trying to be more conscious of your health, one of the first steps you can take is just being aware of what you're putting in your mouth. And I'm like, that's actually really exciting. Yeah. Because maybe I'll start (laughs) in our mouths. Yeah. Well, and we've talked a lot about it's not the quantity. Right. It's it really comes down to the quality of food. And it's it can be, you know, sometimes it can be like a new Mary and I usually do a, um, when the seasons change, we'll mm. do a, a, a change of seasons. Oh gosh. It's so creative. A change of seasons show okay. and talk about like, what are we looking forward to Yeah, in that? And so like mm. summer, it was like, you know, a peach or yeah. whatever. And so it doesn't have to be super fancy. Mm. And especially with, you know, your timing and yeah. your, and I, I, all I wanted to be like, you have a crock pot. I do. I have a Crock-Pot and an Instapot. That's another thing. My Instapot is my, is my friend. Because you can cook mm-hmm. meat uh-huh. that's not been thawed. Uh-huh. Good girl. Uh-huh. All right. There is a go-to recipe for that. I'm going to share it because it's a Pinterest recipe that does not nice. fail me. And it's just a, it's just a burrito bowl. Oh, basically. I love so burrito bowls. For me, it's two pieces of frozen chicken <laughs> and then like a cup and a quarter of rice and some chicken broth and bone broth and then black beans and salsa and corn and then you just shred the chicken mix it all back up and then it's sour cream cheese yeah chives we do fresh lettuce and then um if we want to drizzle like i'll make i'll make an a guacamole okay with avocado okay. and stuff and then we'll just scoop chips out of it it's amazing yeah. and it takes like 10 minutes, 10 or 11 minutes. In okay. yeah. It sounds really good. It's, that it's, sounds really good. It's really good. And it's a go-to like, and it makes tons for Ben yeah. and I. So See, we've got like a week. Really nice that, for him. That for and the Instapot mac and cheese. With <laughs> See, I, no, and I haven't tried that at all. Okay. With the evaporated milk. Okay. That's the recipe okay. I have. And okay. a crap load of cheddar, which you could put probably any cheese in it. And I probably get a Gouda next time. Because I, I love Gouda mac and cheese. Mm-hmm. And okay, yeah, okay. and it takes four minutes. Four minutes in the instant. Okay. Yeah, it's worth it. That may be something that, yeah. We don't do a lot of mac and cheese anymore. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the kids are but gone. There was, I made it um, a week ago. And okay. there was still some in there on Wednesday. Nice. So I'm like, okay, we can, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, yep. So, all right, Mary. I keep telling you, Mary, you need an instant pot. You do need an instant. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the other I keep thinking about getting one, but every time I do, I'm like, yep. Yeah. Or I could pay my bills. Well, and we, we were going to, like, I wanted to get you one for Christmas, but it wasn't on your list. No, because it's not like a top priority right now. <laughs> not, when you sure. need, not when you need a stethoscope. <laughs> not when I need a stethoscope. Yeah. <laughs> I can't even say that word properly. I know. Yeah. That's a hard one. That's all right. There's um, air fryer. Air fryer? Air fryer? I'm, I'm yes. I'm a no. Okay. <laughs> I, so. I'm interested in it. Okay. Because, well, I know this is mom. 
Well, I know that it is not a fryer. Yeah. Because it is not frying the food. Yes. It is very convenient. It is. And I will say, reheated Papa Murphy's pizza in an air fryer Ah, is amazing. Okay. But my we were talking about the Instapot versus the air fryer because uh-huh. that seems to be everyone's thing is like, I only have enough space on my countertop for oh, an air fryer yeah. or, or an Instapot. Which one do I get? Um, I got the air fryer. My boss got the, the, um, I got the Instapot. She got the air fryer. There you go. Toast in the air fryer. She said, I will not do anything else ever. That's toast in the air fryer. So weird. My mother-in-law did it. To test this okay, theory, yeah. Message me. Oh my gosh, this is the best toast I've ever had. <laughs> and I mean, it's toast. Like you can't really go wrong with toast, but it was the best. Well, yeah, you can. Well, you can. But <laughs> that's an entirely different. But even with yeah, yeah. Oh, that's crazy. But okay. still, I've also heard like French fries. Yes. Even like frozen frozen French fries are like supposed to be really good in the air fryer. Yeah. Yeah. It's just hmm. free cooking, which we've all been sold before. But yeah, it's, it's, effective. I think I'm actually too lazy to use an air fryer. Maybe Wait. that's it. It puts out time. <laughs> it's, the prep, it's the prep work. Oh, sure. Preheating it, <laughs> pushing a button to preheat. Got it. That's so hard on like the meals you usually make. Well, yeah. I blame, I just blame Alton. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yes. because we went to his, we went to his show, his live oh. show, oh. and there was a whole segment on air fryers, and oh, he built an actual air fryer that was like on steroids. Well, not even steroids, but like mega air fryer. It was, insane. yeah, it was how I don't even remember how hot it got to. I don't. It was. It was like you couldn't, shouldn't even like stand by it. Wow. yeah it was very cool but he also like at that point in time i was like yep no never get an air fryer okay i pledge my i pledge my allegiance, my allegiance to Brown. To <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing but yeah oh. um so in yes. case you want to edit this in since we're talking about balance um we'll talk about work balance for a hot minute I have a lot of tasks because I have, I work on a lot of projects for other departments. Um, a lot of them, those projects are virtual training. So I'm building a course for people to take that is again, kind of like a PowerPoint. So it just walks you through different slides, but you can interact with the slides, all that kind of stuff. So I have to manage that time for them really well. Cause they have deadlines. I also help them adjust those deadlines if they want something done in a week. It's going to take me four weeks. Um, But once we agree on that kind of deadline, then I have to get in and I have to prioritize how I'm going to do it, Mm -hmm. what it's going to look like and how long it's going to take me to do that. Um, So I have templates and all that kind of stuff built. But one of the things that I have is I have multiple projects going at once. That's part of, for me, that's what works for being a creative. I've got some creatives um, I work with that have to work on one project at a time see it through to completion and then they can move on to the next one. I get bored really easily. So I have to work on four. I think the most I've ever worked on at once though was seven, but they all had staggering due dates. Uh (laughs) And so I have to keep myself somewhat entertained. It has to be fun. So I was working on a program as a whole for our, our culture training 
and I had 12 courses to build. Oh, wait, here, I'm going to, I'm going to just let you know, Mary, she means rogue credit union culture, not like opera and theater. Right. Right. Our loyalty culture, <laughs> not opera. Th- I'm not teaching people I, how to sit from a teacup with their pinky like, up. And Mary's like, I already knew that. Yeah. yeah I kind of was like, <laughs> yeah, mom, what else would she be doing? Yeah. yeah. Okay. I'm anyway, refining. So no, it's okay. <laughs> so, um, okay. Courses. Tw- so for this, this, it's our culture training. So it's loyalty culture. Um, I had 12 courses to build. And I could start any time, really, but it, it was all due by September 30th. Well, other things happened. Other teams took priority and precedent over the program. And by about the end of July, I went, oh, crud. <laughs> I haven't really gotten anywhere. Uh, oh, no. And I had, yeah, I had a come to Jesus moment with myself. And I was like, okay, you can do this. <laughs> So let's figure out like, what do you, what, what would help you? And I'm talking to myself, of course, what would help me get the, get it done? Cause it also needs to be reviewed by a panel and then reviewed the final review from, from my manager. So, uh, I looked at my calendar first thing on a Monday and I said, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to prioritize my calendar. What is this going to look like? And I looked at the remaining courses I had to build and I put a slot, an hour long slot. Uh You're going to go look at this and you're going to put in as much work as you can. And then an hour later, you're going to do this and you're going to get this off to review and you're going to get this off to Melody, who's my manager. And you're going to get this off and this off and this off. And I was able to just take for three weeks, my calendar, and I still got the whole program completed two weeks ahead of time. Mm -hmm. Oh, well done. Mm -hmm. Because you not only wrote it all down and had uh-huh. it on there you actually followed through uh-huh. and I think that's a huge uh-huh. deal for a lot of people yes. <laughs> for and, that, mm-hmm. and that's what worked for me and I know it, it works totally different for other people but the the other nice part about doing it not just on my written calendar but also on my my um, outlook calendar is that it sent me reminders so yes. my brain was able to acknowledge, okay, you need to switch to this now and then go back and then switch to this. And um, yeah, that's just very, <clears throat> it worked for me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to say it'll work for everyone, but it just six and a half courses in two weeks, I think is what I ended up completing. Yeah. And it was oh, a lot. Wow. Some of those were edits of things I'd already built. Okay. Oh, no, that's not true. That's not six, then that's 12. So half of them were already built. Three of them needed more review. Three of them were fine. And then six from scratch builds. Wow. Yeah. So that's so fun. Yeah. Yeah. And that means I can like, and you know, we talk about cooking and I know we talk about quilting probably too. That quilting is... Sometimes you start with a blank slate and sometimes you start with inspiration. And then sometimes for even cooking, you start with a blank slate or you start with a recipe. The same can be said about what I'm doing in instructional design. When I'm building a course, sometimes I can steal, snag a template and maybe some content. And sometimes I can start from scratch. And I will say the majority of the time I like to start from scratch. I never start with nothing. I either have some influence of content or like a color right. I like or a shape that I like, but most of the time I'm, I'm 
I'm like, no, I need, I need a blank slide and I need to be able to just dump whatever beauty I can till I find what I like. Yeah. 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 So I don't know that that helps you move forward if you need to edit that whole thing out. No, it's, I think, <laughs> I think it's good because I think that in whatever we're doing yeah. for me yeah. with all the different things that I'm involved with, I have to compartmentalize. Yeah. I have to. And I've learned and especially like this semester I'm taking two classes. And so it's like having those two classes plus the quilt show that I'm in, you know, in charge of coming up in a couple of weeks and family and all of that kind of stuff, just getting hour by hour. Mm -hmm. And people will be like, you know, one of my girlfriends was like, wait, you do hour by hour at our age. And I'm like, I have to because if not, and I actually have like a focus timer on my phone. Yeah. Yep. I love those. I have. Focus it's not time. as cute as Mary has a really cute focus timer. <laughs> oh. With what's yours got on it? It's like it's just like a little bunny. Yeah. <laughs> That's cute. And it's basically like what it does is you can right. You set your timer and you earn like coins or something, oh. but like the the amount of time you study will go towards its like happiness meter. Oh, that's fun. So like if you don't study or you forget to do your timer, it'll have like a little frowny face and be like really sad. <laughs> and then the if you does study die. the bunny doesn't die, right? Because I was just... it doesn't die. No, it just gets like really the... sad. What were those and things then... that you kids had when you were younger that were like the little animal maybe that wasn't you guys, maybe that's like like the, the next Tomogachi yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. If you don't feed like... your Tomogachi, he'll die. but it's not this that's good that is good but it's just yeah it's just like a little timer and it's really helpful for school because I'll just set it and then at the end of that session I'll take a break and then go back you're doing that on your phone right so you're yeah I do that on my phone but there's also like a lot of ones that I know mom you'll use these sometimes and I'll use them um just like YouTube videos that are like really nice music or like background noises mm-hmm. and then it has a timer to go with it and then a like break timer and then yeah a work timer so it's really nice sometimes we need to remember those breaks that's for sure yeah it was so funny because it as you were both talking I was just like oh yeah like last night where I was sitting doing my homework and it suddenly was 6.30. And I was like, hmm, maybe I should eat dinner. <laughs> and I hadn't even, like, started to cook anything yeah. or, like, think about what I was having for dinner. Yeah. I was like, yeah, if I don't eat, like, stop now, I'm going to be eating dinner at 9 again. Yeah. But, like, yeah, it's so important to have that balance, whether it's, like, work your job work or school work or something you're volunteering for yeah there just because it go ahead go ahead sorry no 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 you finish i was just gonna say just because it's so important to like not just take a break but it's good for your mental well-being and your physical well-being to like get up and do something else yeah for a moment. Okay. That's my biggest thing is I will get so involved <laughs> in whatever I'm doing mm-hmm. that the timer will go off and I'll be like, oh no, I'll just, I'll just get through the five minute break, but I'm learning that I've got to get off my butt yeah, and just walk even to the front of the house and then walk back to my 
desk and be like, okay, there we go. At least I moved around and yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> I think so at work. So I love that I can have that on my phone and I probably should, except I'm pretty sure my coworker has it, but he has it set for all day where he's at work. So it doesn't let you interrupt his work day. And it's like, if I need to text you, cause I'm locked out, I can't reach you because you're focusing all day <laughs> on your job. <laughs> Yeah, that 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 to me is not better work life balance. Yeah, work life work life balance because it's just like yeah, I'm avoiding everything. Um, I, I don't think you need to disconnect from like both things so solidly, except maybe work. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, accountability partners. Yeah. So some people will volunteer themselves as your accountability partner, and I would say no to that um, because. Because if they Thanks. want to be. Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> if they want to be, I don't trust you. Um, <laughs> but I think there's something to be said. There's like, uh, oh, crud. I wish I had the journal with me. Um, there's like, there's like a group of people you should surround yourself with that all should have different roles in your life. There should be a mentor. Hmm. But your mentor shouldn't be the same as your coach. Right? There should be a tribe where you have all the people who will support you no matter what, but then you have to have, um, like, oh crud, I wish I had all the words, but That's I wrote so it all down. I'm going to send it to you because having, having the different people who have different roles in your life are going to mean you have different outcomes. So you need a coach, you need a mentor, you need a tribe, you need, I think it was your boss. So you need a boss you need, and all of those things. And they're all going to play a different role in your life. And they're all very important, but they all can't be the same person because then you're kind of blurring lines over what their role is in your life. Yeah. So if, I'm, if my coach, and my mentor are the same person, I don't have that. I can come to you as my mentor and you're going to probably be more of a realist mm -hmm. and, and just listen and maybe give your like business opinion okay. on what should happen. Where if you're um, my coach, you're going to coach me through how to overcome okay. something. Like, I'm glad you did that yeah. differentiation because yeah. I was like, I don't know the difference. Yeah. Yeah. So a mentor is going to give you a lot more perspective, whereas a coach is going to tell you what to do. Okay. And okay. then your tribe that is sense. that like group of people who are, again, going to support you mm -hmm. no matter what happens. Um, but they should all have a different place in your life. And I think the same would be for an accountability partner. I'm going to pick who I'm accountable to and yeah. I may not be accountable to the same person for everything mm -hmm. because I don't need to share everything yeah. with every, everybody. everybody or even only if you're, my, only if you're my age. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I think there's still that Facebook. like, I, I, I get this a lot at work and I probably get it in my personal life too. Of Just like you share a lot with everyone <laughs> and it's like, you know, you're right, but I'm trying to connect with the person. Mm -hmm. So I tend mm -hmm. to give a little bit more away so that they feel more comfortable and safe to give something to me. And it doesn't mm. have to be as much as I'm giving them, but it's still, it's still just trying to open myself up, yeah. be vulnerable. And I've, I've also learned this is a Brene Brown quote, so you, it's not from me, guys. I'm not the wise one here. But she says, 
being vulnerable isn't the same as oversharing. Oh, definitely. So we've talked a lot for me about, um, what's the word? It starts with an A, but it's not accountability. Is it an A? <laughs> yeah, authenticity. We've talked uh, a lot yes. about authenticity <laughs> and how I don't need, like the level of my authenticity needs to vary depending on the situation I'm in mm-hmm. because some sense. authenticity will scare the pants off of the people who've come from like a corporate bank to come work at Rogue. <laughs> they don't want to get in touch with their feelings. Why are you asking them to do that? How dare you? Um, I'm still going to maybe push them, but it doesn't have to be everything all at once. It yeah. can be measured and uh, maybe a little less confrontational sometimes. <laughs> But then there are other people who are just like, no, give me all of that all at once. So it yeah. is, there is a balance to that as well. Um, just showing up as yourself, but maybe a little less intense than you normally would in a corporate setting. If you're at a bar, who cares? Uh, <laughs> but um, that's, I guess, something I'm, I'm learning about balance too, is that it's not just work-life balance. It's, it's just personal balance to like your person yeah. like how much of you is yeah. needed in a situation so yeah I think that's really important especially when it comes to work mm-hmm. because like it's funny to to hear about what you're doing and like the certain set of people skills that you need to have because you're dealing with such a like touchy subject for a lot of people and then to compare it to like what I'm doing working um, in the hospital, because that's also a pretty touchy thing going on mm-hmm. since, you know, they're mo- usually sick. Mm-hmm. Um, usually. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like you have to be able to like give yourself without losing yourself yes. in a way. Without giving it all away. Yeah. Yeah. Be- and like you, you have to be empathetic and sympathetic but you can't be emotionally attached to all of these people all at once all the time yeah so yeah there's definitely a huge balance yeah there's struggle yeah and it is a struggle to like figure out what is too much what is not enough Mm -hmm. and what can I give of myself on a certain day yeah and that comes with time too. I mean, just learning, learning the the whole idea of balance, mm-hmm. you know, and just, I don't know. It's just one of those things for me that it's like prioritizing mm-hmm. what's important. Mm-hmm. And, and that's, that can change for me, at least with what I do, that can change day to day. Yeah. It can be like, okay, this yeah, needs definitely. to be a priority mm-hmm. and everything else can kind of be second for right this moment. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, but they're just being able to figure that out sometimes, like you, like you said, is not so easy. Well, in, in, and I'm going to draw comparisons that may not be true. So you just tell me if I'm way off. When people come into <laughs> the, the credit union and they have a problem because it has to do with money, a lot of people are not comfortable <laughs> with their money right sorry they, yeah but it's I think the same can be said about healthcare and and oh yeah then is that like 
Yeah. They don't know a lot about finances. They don't know a lot about medicine. So they're relying on an expert, but they're, because they're already primed to think they know nothing, they actually come in really hot and heavy and really Mm -hmm. accusatory and and angry off Mm -hmm. the bat. And Mm -hmm. we have to somehow discern what the person needs. So how do I need to show up to this person to make them feel at ease, to make them feel better, to solve their problem. So I need to exude a lot of confidence usually. And I, mm-hmm. I don't, I cannot react in the way they're reacting to me. Right. So we talk a lot about the difference between responding and reacting. Yeah. I need to respond to you and not react to you. So that's how yeah. with medical and, and stuff, it has to be the same. They don't know. They don't know what's going on. They're scared. And you're having to walk into a space and just ask, what do they need me to be in this moment? And I've had Definitely. some great nurses who have, you know, taken really good care of me because they empathize, but then they have to go to the next person mm-hmm. and they have to do the same thing. And so every time I think you walk out of a doorway, you've got to remember, okay, I'm done. I'm done with this person. I can go to the next and then I can go to the next. But the other biggest thing, and this is advice more than anything else is make sure at night you're taking care of yourself. I have, mm-hmm. so I also coach a couple people. I shouldn't say I'm like a full blown coach, but I've, I've coached a few people at the credit union. They're like, I'm not handling this well. This isn't going how I thought it would help me. And I'll be like, okay, let's start from the beginning. Um, <laughs> but one of the things that kind of dawned on me as I was talking to, um, this young gentleman about his experience just being he didn't think he was living up to what the expectations were but no one had set Mm. those expectations but him (laughs) isn't that yeah we all do that don't we (laughs) Yeah. yeah we don't live up to our own expectations more than others but he he had talked with me and then Two weeks after we had our coaching session, he came back to me and he's like, I really should have called you again. And I was like, why? What did I say didn't stick? Like, what happened? And he said, I'm just so exhausted. I'm I'm on the phone. I'm giving my members my everything. And I come home and I have nothing left. I'm just exhausted. And I don't know what to do. And I just kind of cocked my head and looked at him. You're going to love this. I said, okay, you're a pizza. <laughs> you have you have a pizza that has so many slices for your day and you're going to have people in your life who are going to expect you to give them the whole pizza but you can't you can only give them a slice oh I love that so much Uh this is amazing and I'm stealing this yeah you can steal it because I'm gonna market it and make it a book I'm gonna do a book but here's the thing about the pizza is even though people are gonna expect the whole pizza some of them some of them don't know what to expect and you get to decide how big of a slice of your pizza you give them but on top of that, you also get to decide what toppings do they get? Because some people um, deserve maybe just the sauce <laughs> and some bread, <laughs> right? And some people just get a cheese pizza and some people get toppings on their pizza, right? They get a little extra yes. of you in the moment. 
And oh my gosh, that's so brilliant. All you have to do is dis- is remember, not decide. <laughs> all you have to do is remember you need a piece, a slice for the people in your life that you love, that you go home to, and you need a slice for you. So as long as in my case, I have a slice for me, I have a slice for my husband, Ben, and I have a slice for Sam, then I'm good. I can go home and I can give them their slice and I can have my slice. And then at night, I have to do whatever I can to make my pizza again yeah. for tomorrow. <laughs> but mm. not put your dough in the freezer. Don't put your dough. <laughs> <laughs> Don't put your dough on the rack in the freezer so that it it can. Oh, you need back. to write a book. Okay, that would be. It just yeah. dawned on me, and I was just like, "You need this right yes. now." And that's that's what I was talking about earlier: is the the connection between using discernment and knowing yeah. what someone needs and just saying it because I want to feel important and say it, but yeah. I it's not that I just, he's, you've got to manage your time, right? That's managing your time is knowing. And especially with people who there, I think we can all agree. There's someone in your life that wants the whole pizza, at least one, at least one whole pizza, right? You need like 16 pizzas (laughs) for this one person because I was going to say, you mean every single patient I see? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. No, That would be a lot. That would be, and it's. I think it's easier for me to think about those really, really skinny slices, or yeah, mm-hmm, skinny mm-hmm, slices mm-hmm. of pizza. It's like that's all you need right now because our interaction is going to be five minutes. Mm-hmm. I got you taken <laughs> care of, but I also have control over the pizza. I think that's another thing we forget is like there are people who have. It's all happening to me. I have no control mm-hmm. over my day. I have no control over who needs me, which Mary, that is so you, you have no control over the patients that need you and the medical help that they need, but you can say, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to walk in expecting to give this much pizza. They might need a little bit bigger piece, but they're not getting all the toppings. They're just getting the basic cheese. <laughs> and we're, just, we're just putting it away. <laughs> like, that's it. And I think that that is a really good way to achieve balance and maintain that, that work-life balance, because it is reminding you that what you need to do when you get home and who you need to be. Yeah. I love that. I, uh, I do too. I'm so yeah. excited for your book. <laughs> I know. That's it. We'll pre- we'll pre-order I will pre-order it, it now. <laughs> I'm going to have to Google and see if somebody actually um, has created a year of pizza book. <laughs> and they have you can change the title because there's it's probably a kid's book which would be really weird it's some... not a pizza with everything on it but that's a kids book there you go you're so a pizza. you're a pizza trademark trademark pizza. look at this <laughs> i just came up with my so Oh, it's early, kind of still. Oh, no, not really. Not really. <laughs> so we probably need to ask the final question. We do. Um, uh, which but... I wish we could keep talking, uh, but I we can't. I have to go fairly soon. So <laughs> she's going to get a massage. Oh, that's right. I am. Well, I'm saying I'm taking my slice cousins, of pizza. So. Oh, that's true. <laughs> we're cousins, so I, and I'll get your number and then yeah, talk to me all the time. Boom. Um, so the question we ask everybody at the end of the interviews 
if you could choose whatever you would like for a celebratory meal, like what would that meal look like? Oh, okay. So I thought I knew and then I didn't know. And now I think I know again. So I love salad. It doesn't matter what kind of salad usually, but I would like some arugula. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And then whatever you want to put on top of it with ranch dressing, because I am basic, but I love ranch. I love I love homemade ranch oh, yeah. dressing. I don't like the watery Hidden oh, yeah. Valley. Sorry. No offense, Hidden Valley, but it's not like you sponsor us or anything. Exactly. Um, <laughs> but I love salad. So that would be my first course. And then I think I would have to do, again, basic spaghetti but with real okay. good sauce. I was like, spaghetti is not basic. I mean, it, I was okay. like, it takes okay. so long to make the sauce. So it yeah. takes a long time to make the sauce. And I would probably want fresh noodles. And then I think I'd want, I don't know, like a steak off the side of it. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds but like, good. yeah. But with lemon, like a lemon butter, garlic mm-hmm. butter mm-hmm. sauce. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. dessert, mm-hmm. I know exactly what I want. And there was, this was years ago, I went to a winery in Medford and they had a autumn panna cotta. So it was chai panna cotta. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It had a layer of apple cider jelly. <gasps> and then they did a granola pumpkin seed crumble mm-hmm. on the top with brown sugar and just some oats baked on top uh-huh yeah and uh-huh and you take one bite of that and be like transported to I, what i assume is a new england fall because yeah. i've not been to new england yet but it, <laughs> that sounds amazing it, it was incredible and i tried a recreation a couple of years ago and it just failed so i i need that so if you ever yeah. are yeah interested in making it for me yeah okay Mm-hmm. You could do that. I actually that sounds of easy things to make, mm. but I've never done a chai panna cotta, so that would be that sounds fantastic. That's, a, that's another. Yeah, I, I'm very lucky in that my boss at work is a baker and a dessert oh, maker. Fun. So she tries. She made a from scratch mango um, curd. She did a mango curd and a passion fruit curd, oh. and she just gave some to me. So whenever there's baking that happens, she's like, I want you to try this so that I can give her a critique. Yeah. And I'm, she knows. She could have a big pizza. She gets to have a whole pizza if she wants. Yeah. Because. With um, whatever toppings. I, and this can go in or stay out or whatever. <laughs> um, but she is the reason I'm where I'm at. She's a, she's the reason I'm successful. Is she the wind beneath your wings? She's the wind. Beneath- <laughs> I'm so sorry. Oh, if I sang that to her, she'd be so mad. No, um, but you could make a PowerPoint. <laughs> I could. I could. Okay. She, um, <laughs> she's, yeah, she is the one reason I'm even in this position. And she's very funny and very supportive. She is the polar opposite of me. She's an introvert. She calls herself the corporate goth. So she wears all black all the time. She has black hair and she, she prefers to be known as, as that where I'm bubbly and yellow is my color and I'm loud and I'm a little too much sometimes, 
which is really easy to see on her face. <laughs> and I nice seeing it, but she loves, she's just, there's, there's just that. such a strong, wonderful, supportive connection. And that's why I love the people Good. I work with. Good. Um, I love what I'm doing, but yeah, that, that has to be said that I get to taste test all of her desserts yes. and she makes a chocolate chai pie Ooh. this time of year. And I'm mad mm-hmm. because on Thursday I couldn't be in the office and she had made a creme brulee, but she had oh. to message me and tell me that her creme brulee set, that it was perfect and that she made it for our C-suite executives for someone's okay. birthday. Okay. They didn't know she could bake. And now they've been messaging her, hey, you know when my birthday is, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'll just have a conversation of like, what are you making? If we have a potluck, she wants to know what I want her to bring. Um, and last, the last potluck we had, because we have monthly potlucks during the holidays. Okay. She made a beer cheese fondue mm-hmm. with her own pretzels. And that was amazing. So that's as much cooking as I'm exposed to most of the time but but at least um, it's good it yeah sounds like it's amazing chocolate chai pie yeah is to die for she's done it with an oreo crust and she did it with a biscoff crust one time oh yeah and that was so good so sounds fantastic anywho that sounds amazing so that's and... all that I want I want all of those I want five desserts and two entrees <laughs> and an appetizer yes <laughs> I mean, and what kind of celebratory meal would it be if you didn't have at least five desserts? At least five desserts. There you go. Yeah. That could be the new, that could be the new thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The five dessert. The five dinner. Dinner. That should be a segment on your. I like that. That's right. <laughs> what five desserts are you Yeah. Making? You can have a couple of entrees. <laughs> what desserts? What desserts? Because uh-huh. we know that that's what really counts. It's a, well, it's the end of the meal. And it's what remains in everyone's mind mm-hmm. after True. way long ago, you know, way long ago, way long ago, way long ago. Did, did you? <laughs> <laughs> aye, aye. Anyway, well, thanks, Mayor. Thanks, yeah. Jillian. Thank you. Yeah. So thank fun. you so much for putting up with us. Oh, <laughs> it's not putting up with you and your family. I don't have a choice. So. <laughs> true. <laughs> Just kidding. That's true. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. yeah, sorry. No, not sorry, good. I guess. No, sorry, don't be sorry. sorry. There we no. go. Anyways. All right. Well, I guess everybody else done. Thank you for putting up with us. <laughs> there you go. Um, <laughs> and joining us on this episode. And yeah, be sure to like our episode, give us a five-star review, and follow us on all of our social media platforms. Right. Instagram, Facebook, at Needs More Salt Show. Yep. All right. Well... I hope you guys have fun without me. I know it'll be hard. I was like, it thanks, will we will. <laughs> and yeah, don't forget your uh, put something. Yep, don't forget your pizza. I will not forget my pizza because it's in the fridge right now. <laughs> well, we meant that you are a pizza, but okay, that works too. I'll take it both. So, alrighty, all right. Well, have a good rest of your weekend, and yeah, put something good in your mouth. Yep. Bye. Thanks for joining Nancy and Mary on this week's episode of Needs More Salt. Follow the show on our social media pages and join us next week as we bring flavor to your life.